0: Join coaches Mary C. Hartfield and Rebecca Thomas as they speak on the things most people want to know but might not be willing to talk about. Dive in with us for off-the-cuff conversations around diverse topics and gain insight and guidance to help you live a more purpose-filled life.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to Off the Cuff Coaching Podcast. This is More Than a Life Coach Rebecca Thomas.
0: Hello, I am Living Your Life on Purpose Coaching by Mary C. Hartfield. Welcome back, everyone, to our new season. Hello, Rebecca.
1: Hey, yeah, it's been a minute, not just to talk to you, but like we've, we've been off season and here we are plugging back in. So it feels good to be back.
0: It does. It feels really good to be back.
1: So what are we talking about today?
0: You know, um, you know, it's it's been, a, you know, a summer and a, one thing we want to talk about. And as even, you know, I know both of us are talking to clients about guilt can hold you prisoner, you know, about mm. how many people are being held hostage by guilt um, is actually crippling them is even based on when something happened to somebody else, they're feeling guilty about it instead of releasing it. And realize that you can control it anyway. So we really want to talk about that, how guilt can hold you prisoner.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's funny because when we talk about guilt, like it's been a big discovery for me over the last, probably the last few months at one point I stumbled on this concept called addictions of the psyche. And it's like uh, it's like the coping mechanism that your willpower taps into when like your heart and your mind aren't aligned. And so I started reflecting on like all the things that I kind of hyper focus on in my life that have so much resistance. Is there a common denominator there? And the common thread was always guilt. So that's something I've definitely been working through
0: myself. Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of it is that, you know, certain people take actions that you really can't control, and then something may happen, and then you're feeling guilty about it, where, you know, it's kind of walking back, why do you feel guilty about some actions other people took, and that you could not control it? Mm -hmm. So part of that is releasing it and letting it go, um, you know, or things that you did wrong. I Mm -hmm. mean, resolve it, it happened. You know, you can control it and then you just have to let it go. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you do not. I don't think it means that you don't take responsibility for actions, but you can be tied up in guilt. And, you know, I know people that have guilt has been years. Mm-hmm. You know, things have happened in family from years ago. And then it's like, OK, you need to go see a therapist first. <laughs> mm-hmm. and then You come back because it's that deep sometimes with guilt and what people hold on to.
1: Oh, yeah. And I feel like I don't know, you can tell me what your thoughts are in this. But I feel like that's especially the case for women, like, not just because of the way that we move about the world, but also just like the, the roles that we've been wedged into and what supposedly comes with that. And it feels like a lot of times, like, the way, to, the way to kind of manipulate us is through guilt, guilt, whether intentional or non, non int, unintentional. And then it was funny because a second ago when we were chatting, I looked up like what's the opposite of guilt and it's innocence. And that's just so interesting to me because that goes back to like ownership of something, right? Like somehow if we're guilty for something that we own it, it's our responsibility, it's our fault. And so where does that story come from? Is it true? And then how do you work through that if it's not, not actually something for you to shoulder?
0: Yeah, that's good. because I, And I think when we talk about parenting, you know, I remember my mom would call me, oh, you need to do this and you need to do that. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. I go, mom, you didn't raise me right. I raised you right. I said, well, why are you giving me instruction as an adult? You know, are you feeling guilty about something that you didn't do something correct? No, I said, you know, it comes to a time where you have to pray mm-hmm. for your children that are adults, whether you still trying to, out of guilt or whatever you're feeling, you're trying to instruct them still on what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something that you have to release because some people have that, you know, if a child, you know, maybe they got into the trouble and you're feeling guilty, well, I didn't do something well. Maybe you did everything, and uh-huh. that child, as a adult, made a decision on their actions. And what happens because of those actions is they are have to deal with. You shouldn't have guilt for it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can remember. I love that you say all of that because I can remember having conversations with my sisters on my dad's side where we were talking about kind of that same thing, where it was like constantly like checking back in or circling back and saying, "Well, did you do this or did you do that?" Um, and part of that, I think as a parent, because I would say in my experience, like I experience the most guilt around family mm-hmm. and whether it's put on me or whether I'm the one that's putting it on somebody else, but it feels like there's a lot of guilt tied to the family dynamic. Um, and I had a conversation with my sisters one time where we were talking about the fact, like, you know, why doesn't dad trust us? Why does it, why does he keep coming back with these suggestions or trying to tell us what to do? and I think as a parent, that's a a kind of a natural thing to do where it's like, you want the best for your kids, but we also to an extent are probably always second guessing whether or not we've done the best by our children, instead of like giving ourselves permission and saying like, I did the best I could. And the rest is up to you. We want to like, keep tapping back in and be like, okay, did you try this? Oh, did you try that? Ooh, let me fix it for (laughs) you.
0: And then I think part of You know, as parents trying to release that guilt is, you know, we have to know that based on every everything that you have, all the tools and research that you had, that you did the best that you could. You know, and then if you're and the thing is, we have to remember them as adults have the choice to make do whatever they choose to do. Mm -hmm. And we can't be held responsible for that. You know, mm-hmm. people love, especially kids. Well, mom, you didn't tell me that. Mom, you didn't show me that. Uh-huh. Yep, you're right. I didn't. And then you have to move on from it. You know, a lot of parents want to feel guilty. Of, Why didn't I show them that? Well, maybe you didn't have the tools mm-hmm. to show them that. And that's yep. what we forget. We can only, we have a toolbox that we're given in life. You know, our parents fill it up. Other people may feel, our teachers fill it up.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: and as, and if you decide to go to college or not, you get tools from there or from life, you get tools, but you can only use what's in your toolbox. Mm-hmm. If it's not in your toolbox, you can't use it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know? So, you know, and I think that's what we do as coaches is we help people to say, okay, what is in your toolbox and are you using it the right way or, and
1: also, yeah.
0: Yeah. But, or what do you ahead. need to do to get other resources in your toolbox as an adult? Right. And also,
1: is this thing really something that you want to use your tools on? And do you need that tool? Like, I think we can get so consumed with like information about what other people are doing, and trying to do all the things at one time, instead of like, going back to the piece of, um, you know, parents feeling like they're kind of responsible for all of the things we get to make mistakes and I think that's another thing as parents that we can hit the mark on sometimes is letting our kids make mistakes and that's the way that people best learn that doesn't mean that we don't care but we've got to let people make their own mistakes not just kids but anybody around us it's not our responsibility to fix it and if they aren't asking you to fix it please don't be the one that's constantly like you know stepping in and saving somebody because that's disempowering them like that's That's teaching them that they are, you know, the victim, that they are the one that needs to be saved instead of like empowering them to like take action and responsibility for their own lives.
0: Yeah, that is really good. Um, I was, um, was it about a week and a half ago? I was in Tennessee with my, my, my daughter, we went down to see my, um, my son and my daughter in love. They brought it, got a new house and she wanted to tell him what direction to take home, and he's like, well, I'm taking this or whatever, but it was like, she would not let it go. It was, and I want mm. to turn around and say, why don't you take your way and let him take his way. But I, I stayed out of it. I try to stay out of, you know, I have two, uh-huh. dogs. I stay out of it when they get into stuff that it's like, y'all, yeah, this don't even make sense. I stay out of it uh-huh. you know? because the thing about it, sometimes when people input what they think into decision for others. If it doesn't work out, people feel guilty afterwards saying, if i had never done that, they wouldn't have mm-hmm. this. So that's part of why I stay out of their conversations. I let mm-hmm. it, I was tired of hearing them going back and forth and her trying to tell him what to drive. <laughs> Ooh, and she was right. But I stayed out of it. I stay quiet. My daughter, my daughter goes, oh, mom, you're really good. Mm-hmm. You say a word. I say, yeah, because, you know, you start inputting yourself to other people's lives and they don't work out the way you thought it was and something happens, sometimes you feel guilty about that. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why you have to let it go and allow other people to grow and take the actions that they need to.
1: Mm -hmm. And I also feel like another big piece of this where there just isn't normally enough done is like the discovery process, you know, before we get to the part of the the actual, like applying guilt or receiving guilt, what have we done to discover like what it is that they're actually trying to do? Or, you know, maybe the way the situation happened and what the real reason was behind it. A lot of time we jump into assumptions or we jump into fix, fix it mode instead of taking the time to say, okay, like for instance, for a mom and a daughter situation, like your priorities probably are not going to be the same with a mom and a grown daughter. And so guilting them about something without having conversations, like, first of all, can we talk about boundaries? Can we talk about like what the priorities are? Can we talk about like what each other's value system is or what the importance is? Because a lot of that happens because there's not this understanding of what the needs are or what the directive is, but also like not the need to prove it either. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Especially like you said, people guilting other people into doing what they want. Mm-hmm. So, and that really is a form of manipulation. do mm-hmm. will understand, you know, people understand when you're guilting people to do what you want, it's really a form of manipulation. I will feel better if you do it like this. I'll feel better if you do this. That is a form of manipulation. Mm -hmm. You know, you're guilting someone in to do something that you want. So you're manipulating them because it makes you feel better, Mm -hmm. you know? So, you know, that's why, you know, we have to really sit back and look at whatever our actions and If I say this, how, or if I do this, how is it going to affect the other people involved? Mm
1: -hmm. It's one
0: thing if it's just me, but if other people involved, you have to think about that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So like when you think about guilt, neither receiving it or applying it, like what are some telltale signs that come to mind for you? Do you think it's always
0: obvious it's, it's not necessarily always obvious. I kind of, um, I, you know me, I live my life without regrets. Yep. <laughs> okay. You know, and I make decisions. I know what's going to be the cost. I think, I think through it, I know what the consequences do and I decide whether I'm going to make that decision or not, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm not going to feel guilty about it later on. You mm-hmm. know, I can't, I can't think of anything Maybe I think, okay, the one thing is I traveled a lot when my kids are growing up. Mm -hmm. I had with my job and, but I had, you know, my awesome husband, he took care of everything at home, but you know, every now and then when you're with the kids, mom, you weren't there for that.
1: Yeah. That mom guilt is something else, man.
0: (laughs) You know, you know, I did this or what, what dad Uh and I, and I had, you know, I had finally like, first I was like, oh wow. But I can't do anything about it. Exactly. I had to let it go. I was like, okay, they are going to say that because I did travel, you know, mm-hmm. so it's, it's okay. I had to let it go mm-hmm. and stop like, you know, when guilt was trying to come over me, I was like, uh-uh, I'm letting that go. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Good thing I had support system. The kids didn't suffer. They're great adults. So apparently everything went right.
1: So mm-hmm. I, didn't it,
0: I, I didn't let that guilt overwhelm me or try to take over me.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that. Cause I feel that really ties in again to like that ownership or that responsibility, whether it's something that somebody is applying to you or you pressure somebody else to feel guilty. It's like, take, like realizing that you can make mistakes, realizing that you can let it go, having the the awareness that you can actually change anything at any time, but also can't go back into the past to change things like that's right. So empowering. So when we can recognize like being hung up on those situations and I mean for me like I said I've I've fallen into the cycle of guilt like that's my my addiction to psyche so that's the thing that I see that I'm constantly working on and it's it's recognizing like how much time and energy it burns up you know like all the investment over what because you can't change most of the things Mm -hmm. or you can so you either change them or you don't but like either accept it or or do something (laughs) so
0: I mean, you know, the thing about it is, I think the thing is, um, if individual does the work, because a lot of stuff come up from our childhood, mm-hmm. okay, of things in life that happen. And then when you get in a situation and you run running your own life, well, if they had do this, I wouldn't have done this. But yeah, you have to realize this is how it is. You got to do the work there. You know, that's when you may need to bring a therapist <clears throat> in so they can help mm-hmm. you do the work. But then it's also when you have a trusted individual that you know, that cares about you, has empathy, and that you can talk with about things, say, so, you know, I'm feeling this kind of way, mm-hmm. but you can talk with someone about it. So even if it's not some things, yeah, you need a therapist to go through, but sometimes is where if you had a trusted individual that you can talk to and say, you know what, I'm feeling this way. And then they can base like, wait a minute, let me back it up. You know, and, you know, and of course, you know, me journaling, Uh huh. sometimes you just need to get it out on paper, you know, yep. whichever way you get out. But I think that helps you about dealing with guilt and going out and knowing I can't control it. You're, you're trying to control something that you can't control. Like you said, it's already passed away. It's gone. Mm-hmm. You can't get that back. Mm-hmm. You don't have that time machine. What's that? One, <laughs> what is it? the one movie with Michael, I can't think of it, time where you can go back to the past and change things and come back. back to the future. Yeah. Back to the future. <laughs> the thing i think about, it: if you did go, let's say someone said, give you opportunity to go back to the future. How is that going to affect the other people's lives? Mm-hmm. You know? So you got to think about all of that.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And wrapping up too, I think, the thing I would want people to remember more than anything is like to get curious where they feel like guilt is, is playing a part in their lives. Mm -hmm. Um, and the piece you talked about was so beautiful because a lot of times what we need when we're, when we're moving through those feelings is like validation right? If we can't validate ourselves, I would hope that a lot of people can get to a point where they can validate themselves, but it's, it's not going to happen hundred percent of the time for anybody. So making sure that you have people that when those things are happening, you can get it out of your mind and not tailspin into it and be validated. So you can move through it and not like spend so much time and energy. But the other piece is just like, Pay attention to where you're giving your power away. Like, is it something you have to be guilty on? Can you actually change anything? If you can, then why aren't you doing it? And, and learning to accept the things that you can't change. So what would you be your last nuggets of wisdom for everybody?
0: Is is that you really have to strengthen um, your resilience. You really have to become confident in yourself and what you do. And once you choose to make a decision, and if you're one that um, just reacts on your emotions, um, I know we did a, we did a, not a webinar, but a podcast on that. Talking about your emotions. Yeah. There are things that you've got to get in control because you got to change how you look at things because sometimes we re- react out of our emotions later on and feel guilty about it. Cause you were emotional about it. Were you saying about come confidence in your decisions and how you make it? And then also, um, get a coach. They can mm-hmm. help you work through that process of how to get confident and also about that decision making process that helps you make the right decisions that you won't feel guilty about later on. Mm-hmm. I love that. So.
1: All right. Well, it's time for us to go. I'm so glad that we're back at the mic and able to connect not just with each other, but with our audiences too. So until next time, everybody, make sure you go to our Instagram page, Off the Cuff Coaching Podcast, our Facebook page, follow us, subscribe us, share us, let us know what you want to hear about. And until next time, bye, Mary. Bye, everybody.
0: Talk to you later. You've been listening to Off The Cuff Podcast with Life Purpose Coach Mary C. Hartfield of Living Life On Purpose and more than a life coach and energy architect Rebecca Thomas. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, go and leave us a review, and tune in next time as we continue to talk about the hard things, bring them to light, and help you move through your life with a little more grace, curiosity, and realness.